Growing out the pod with Kara Manueli and Amanda Hunt. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to Growing Out the Pod. I'm with Kara. And I'm with Amanda. Can you believe it? We're here. We each have a bold lip and a sweatshirt on. That's a Mm -hmm. 2021 vibe right there. Feeling it, feeling it. Just sweaty sweatshirts and lips. That's all you need this year. Sweaties and lips. (laughs) Sweaties. Hashtag sweaties and lips. That's the hashtag for the episode. Uh, Tag us if you have an outfit that you want us to see with your sweaty and your lip. Uh, (laughs) Kara, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, um, you know, it's been a crazy week, but we've been pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I did try a new product this week. <gasps> what did you try? It's called Frownies. <laughs> what? So, Wait, can so, you spell it, please? Like, it's like, I'm saying brownies, but with an F. Frownies. Oh, okay. Because it could be frownies, like easier frown. I don't know. Could be all kinds of ways. So frownies. No, it's like brownies with an okay. F. And uh, since um, I can't get Botox right now, I was like... I want to try some like real organic stuff. And honestly, the packaging looks like it's from the 1950s where it's like, uh, you don't want your husband to really know what you look like. Oh so God, please, <laughs> you don't have to divorce you. So go, get back in the kitchen, make some brownies and wear your frownies. Like that's oh how you God. feel like when you look at this packaging. Is it a serum or is it just no. like, is it a pill? Is it like Valley of the Dolls or something where you take a pill and you're like, you just sleep? You just sleep, and then you never wake up, and your husband never know you're there. No, you it's actually like look like. it looks like uh, tape. So it looks like um, scotch tape, but like brown scotch tape, oh. and it comes in like little squares that you can um, break. So um, it goes right between your eyebrows and on your forehead. So you like smooth your wrinkles, and then you like place like a sticker, like a zit sticker, but it's like a it's like for your wrinkles. <laughs> And it's supposed to flatten and make your wrinkles kind of go away. And to be honest, excuse me, I just burped. Um, <laughs> when you when you uh, um, take them off the next morning, you actually feel like you have like a, a frozen forehead, like as if you had <laughs> Botox. The dream. Oh, God. So uh, it And looks- Brian never has to know that you've had a worry in your life. <laughs> Except when he rolls over and sees this massive like... <laughs> duct tape on my face yeah it's like don't let your husband see i guess the premise is like you're sleeping in separate bedrooms obviously yes that's true (laughs) and he's Um, coming in late from the office because he's working ladies don't bother him with your little problems you just shut up and if he comes to your bedroom you know what to do you know what to do (laughs) (laughs) so anyways um i did i i find it okay it's fine for what it is but like since I'm pregnant and can't do anything cool. I uh, tape my face at night. I mean, that is cool. <laughs> you got to get a picture of you with the bump and the tape oh, to sure. show your daughter someday. Like, you don't care about beauty standards, but back in my day, if your dad <laughs> saw me with a wrinkly forehead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that was that's my week of frownies. Um, do, I do still crave brownies. Like, that's the one that I crave the most is, like, chocolate. I have to have chocolate. Like, a- after every meal, I have to have some sort of chocolate. Wow. So that's why I bought frownies, because it just reminded me of brownies and wrinkles. So you're eating your brownies. You're wearing your frownies. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. pregnancy. It's great. I'm glowing. You're, I'm just you, glowing. You are glowing. <laughs> you are truly, truly glowing. You look stunning. 
It's all the, the, the ring light. Thank you, ring light. Thank you, ring light. Honestly, we'd love to partner with any ring light. We're already, trust me, we're already supporters of. We're definite supporters. I, I purchased a second ring light for this podcast. And it's making you look fantastic. Thank you. It's a clip on. It's for vloggers. So, wow, Ooh. any day now I could start vlogging. Yes. Um, Get it in. What is my hair story for the week? Oh, my God. I know what it is. Okay, so I had purple hair. Sad, sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that I now, like, life is back. The holidays are over. I'm doing a, like, class with casting directors next week. I love a pay-to-play. That's uh, great. Gotta love it. <laughs> I'm sure it will yield many fruitful opportunities for me. But I was like, you kind of need to, like, get back to yourself a little bit here. Mm-hmm. So I... I dyed my hair back brown um, from the very, very slight difference that it was, and I trimmed my bangs, and so, like, now I look like my headshot, and I also, like, when I look, you know when you look in the mirror and you're like, that's what I look like? Yes. Like, yeah. oh, here I am. Rock me like yeah. a hurricane self. Like, mm-hmm. So, and it was very successful. You, We know I've had a long, complicated history with trimming my bangs, but I trimmed them, like, a week in advance of the class, because I was like, if you fuck this up you know you don't want you let it grow yeah Yeah, let it grow let it grow out at least enough to pin them back and they are are they great no of course not I'm sure they are I mean you're pinned back right now but um they look even good pinned back like you could totally get away with this look right now it's beautiful I mean if I did this I would have to get some frownies like (laughs) I You're great. You're great. I look I look fine, but I I my age shows primarily in my like in this. My furrow, in in yeah. my one I don't mm-hmm. have 11s. You know the things between your eyebrows? I've got a one. I have one that just is like, "Hey, we're just going to chill here and be the, the Grand Canyon on one side of your face." Exactly. And I think it's because I can raise one eyebrow. I can do only one. I can't do the other one either. That's why. Okay. And so that's why we only have one wrinkle. But also <sighs> that's why the three of us should star. You, me, and The Rock should start in a movie together. Oh I was God, like, that's the it. three of us, like you, me, and The Rock, like you <laughs> right. would know. You know? That's I why the totally three of there. us have to get together. You, me, <laughs> DJ S's friends call him Mr. Johnson, as I will call him respectfully until he says, please call me DJ. Uh, LAUGHTER Oh, the rock. He's he's good looking, and he's got that good eyebrow. And he's a good dad, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, I would say like I got into my mid thirties, and that's as much as I'll disclose about my age. And was like, who's a good dad? Like I was like, I, I went on a date with this guy once who was like so hot. Like I was so attracted to him. He was like a giant man, and, like a hedge fund guy, and like. So, you know, everything a girl could want, my Mr. Big, if you will. And mm. we got so far into the date before he mentioned that he had three kids. And when he did mention it, he was like, they were so cute at Halloween. That's the last time I saw them. And I was like, this guy is a bad dad. Oh, no. And so I made out with him at the bar, of course. And then... I you gotta take your receipt. You gotta get great. You gotta get receipts. Well, look, you and have then... to. You have to get a receipt, and the only way to get a receipt is your tongue getting the receipt yes. out of their mouth. Listen, uh, you, you spent that whole night <laughs> drinking, and and then you like you just have to get it. Yeah, check he out. He also took me to an all-you-can-drink bar in Midtown where you pay like X amount of money, and then they just bring you refills. We were hammered. 
That's hammer. allowed? I don't think in LA they can do that. In New they York, have have... they will be like, drink your little face off. We don't give a fuck. You're probably not driving. You know, is the like thing in New yeah. York. Like, you're probably not. No one's checking. No one thinks, you're not driving, are you, ma'am, who's had like 17 tequila sodas <laughs> with a splash of lime? Yeah. Uh, so then we make out. I go to Whole Foods, buy some sushi. I get back and, and ice cream. And I'm like, when will I meet my prince? I go back to my apartment. I realize my keys are at my office. And I was like devastated. It was a, it was a, it was a bad night. It was that a was bad a night. Long night. Yeah, and you know when you're drunk and you're like I didn't mean to get drunk. Like I meant yes. to have like on a date, you just want to have like two even a, if it's a good date especially, I think. You want to have two drinks max. Yeah. And then be like, thank you so much for this lovely evening, sir. If it's a mediocre date, like if I had wanted to sleep with him, that would have been a per, it would have been perfect. Yes. But right. unfortunately, that's not, that's not what happened. Um, so we are about to introduce a fabulous guest, a, an absolutely fabulous guest. So put your hands together to eat whatever you got in your hands. If you have a little maraca in your hands, if you're applying lipstick, if you are shaking a pitcher of margaritas, put it down and put your hands together for Marcella Onyango! Oh my gosh, I just didn't know I was going to walk into this and be cheered for you guys. <laughs> I love it. Can you do this every day when I wake up? I would love to. <laughs> Always. Yeah. I think it'll be much easier for me to get out of bed. <laughs> my dream is to be Oprah, but like I'll never be Oprah, obviously. But you know how Oprah gets to yell the nice things? Like she's like, a new car. That's all <laughs> I want for my job is to like scream people's names in a good way. You're beautiful. <laughs> Marcella, your hair is fab. It's gorgeous. I love it. Oh, thank you so much. It, it 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 took me like eight hours and I almost gave up. You did it yourself? <laughs> I, uh, you did it all by yourself? I did, because you know, quarantine and all. Mm. I was like, I'm not gonna risk it's my true. life to get pink braids like attached to my hair, but I wanted them so bad. I watched, um, what was it? I May Destroy You, and I loved her pink hair. I just finished it. Now, it's so good. Oh, my God. So, so good, good, right? So good. I haven't watched because it's not a Housewives show. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching Atlanta. You oh, have? That's nice what I have to watch. Are you Netflix. up to date on Atlanta? No, I'm on season five. Oh, wow. You're, you're really in the best of it. Like, once Housewives get past season 10... It, 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 season four and five of Atlanta are so good. I'm so happy for you. How many seasons are there? A lot. I don't Maybe know. You know better. I'm so bad at that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't watch those ones. A lot. A lot. Thirteen. That seems. I, Maybe? I think yeah. I think so. Wow. That I wouldn't. I wish that I actually knew. I'm gonna look it up because I can't stand it to not know. You said 17? I mean, I'm very disappointed in you. I said 13. 13, okay. But, uh, so not like Grey's Anatomy status. Sure. Okay, I was like confused. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get there. I I feel like it's going to keep going though. Like, I don't know, like, how, when do they end? How do they, why would they end? No housewife season, no housewife show has ever ended because of longevity. Real Housewives of Miami ended because people were not watching. And there's a big call to bring them back. And there's a big call to end OC because there's one, OC. Okay. 
Well, there's OC. OC is the original. And one of the housewives of OC is engaged to a Fox News person. She's like a super racist QAnon piece of shit. I'm not watching. Mm-hmm. I, this is the first time I've boycotted a season of The Real Housewives of Anywhere. And it feels good. It feels yeah. good to stand by my principles in a hard way. <laughs> boycott that OC. Give- <laughs> giving up all the drama i have not watched oc but i've heard that atlanta was like the best or something people say that but i've also heard like multiple like people are like potomac is also as good i don't know which one how many are there oh there's so many it depends on what you're looking for i would say people say new york and atlanta are the best like in terms of how long they've been going on and how good they are they're the best new york because all the women in new york are completely insane yes i know i've seen i think i've seen a couple new yorks is there beverly hills too yes Oh, okay. and Beverly Hills, oh, well, Atlanta is the best because they are so good as a cast at having drama and then being like, oh, now we're going to have fun. Like, they can, like, take the drama, put it aside, and be, they're also the funniest housewives in Atlanta. They're hilarious. I was like, y'all are funny. Some of the things that they say, I'm like, who wrote this for you? What are you? And that, <laughs> that does happen. People this? get, housewives get people to write their confessionals for them. <gasps> Really? This makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, some of those are so funny. But I do also think that, like, some of the women in Atlanta, in the Atlantic cast, are, bar none, the funniest housewives we have. Beverly Hills is bad now because they all decided to, like, stop sharing anything about their lives. But the first two seasons of Beverly Hills are shocking. Shocking as in, like... Like, like alcoholism, um, um, revelations of... Like there's like it's dark and it feels very bad to say it in a salacious way, but it's just watch it. I would I would recommend those two seasons because after that you don't have to keep watching. You know, like it's it's some of the housewives like Atlanta. There's so many seasons. Potomac is great if you're looking to like get in in a medium level franchise. Like it just hasn't been on that long, and the first season you can skip. Wait, where is the the Potomac? Where's Potomac? I don't. I'm I'm, um, Maryland. Maryland. Okay. Sorry, guys. Oh, and there was a Real Housewives of D.C., which I've never watched D.C. or Miami. Those are before really? I got invested. Really? They had Real Housewives of D.C.? Oh, is that the one crazy lady who, like, they snuck, they snuck into the, um, what was it, one of the balls? Into the White the House. inaugurational ball? What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine when yeah. it was, like, fun and kooky to do that. Well, yeah. Now. I mean, it's it's easy to do, as we can see. It's so easy. You just have to be white and wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just white and like white. Yeah, <laughs> you just have to really be white is like the main, the main thing. It's like you don't need shoes, you don't need a shirt. Mm. It's not like no shoes, no, no service. No, it's like, no problem. You come as you are. You can wear horns on your head and like a freaking, you know, Chewbacca bikini and be in. I also, I also, will say, and maybe this is problematic, but the, all of those people gave me the vibes of, you know, when you watch a football game and there are people who painted their whole bodies and they're standing outside screaming for the team. Oh, my God. I feel that those people can be easily radicalized. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, they're so obsessed with a team. And it's like, if you're so about a team, like, how far are you willing to go for your team? And you don't play football. Like, you're not down there playing. You are just a fan. And it's like fucking freezing in minnesota you painted your whole body and that's all you're wearing yeah no. they're done and uh <laughs> i face 
this too much uh, face paint. I feel like after this, they should just like not sell any more face paint mm -mm. or tiki torches, no. white polos. I feel like we just like need to like have a list of things that yeah. <laughs> you should no longer be able to buy if you're a white person. Cargo khakis, no. yeah, get out of there. Get out of that's, khakis. that's profiling I fully stand by. Like, I'm sorry, you're a white person, you're buying three, three white polos, what's going on? You gotta go on a list immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Show ID. You know, like if you buy allergy medicine, they always like, you have to show your state IDs to make sure you're not buying it to make meth. They should do that. They're like, we just want to make sure you're not stockpiling for like a white supremacist uh, uprising. Max uh, no. two tiki so. torches per white person. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. max. Per household. Per household. <laughs> yeah, per household. Yeah. Any more than that and the FBI has to come. Yeah. And they know we want to abolish the police. We want to abolish the FBI. But first, they have to make a list of people who are buying too many tiki torches. Yeah. Yes. You know what's so crazy? I read this story about how they tracked down this white woman because of her Etsy shirt that she had on. And then the FBI was like, help us find the people who stormed the Capitol. I was like, bitch, go to Twitter. Like, go to yeah. Twitter. What are you like? What? They took pictures. They all posted on their own Facebook all, and like yeah. hashtagged it. And go to Parlor. That Parlor app is like such a. It's like a. It's such a shithole of these people that's like infested with these these pictures and these like obsessions. It's just insane. Go there. Mm -hmm. Have you been? Have either have either of you been to that app? No, but I have. I do follow a girl on TikTok who. Uh, Kara loves TikTok. I love TikTok. <laughs> I talk about it all the time. Uh, but there's a girl who actually like does. She's like she's the parter martyr parlor martyr so so we don't read them so we she reads them so we don't have to basically i kind of love yeah. that it's like the people who watch fox news and then like tell us what happened because yes. we're like not gonna do yeah. it i kind of like yeah, my, love that my precious heart couldn't handle listening to all this hate but she they're like talking literally about killing people and like killing the you know biden and and just like crazy 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 crap that like is not being flagged is not like just just and they're like just in, like in, infecting each other with all this stuff, and they they it builds and builds and builds, and they're like, no, Jan or January sixth, we got this. You know what we're gonna do? Like they knew it was coming. Everyone knew it was coming. The, that's the crazy part. How they say like, well, we weren't prepared. We didn't know. And it's like, I'm yes, sorry. Oh, they, they, they knew. They had t-shirts printed. Like I have you ever oh, played a bachelorette? No. Like that's hard. It's hard to organize t-shirts. <laughs> Well, the whole, the whole, I mean, they, they had a meeting with the uh, Capitol Police like four days before, but the Capitol Police were part they of They had to draw straws of like who's going to be on shift and who's going to be at the, mm -hmm. uh, at the tree. At the rally. Riot. At the rally. Yeah. They're like, who wants the to riot. play and who wants to pretend? Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to pretend to hang out? And like the thing, the interesting thing that's like they were offered help and they said no. <laughs> Do you like, they were like, Do you guys need help? And they were like, no, it's fine. I mean, they're our friends. So, like, you know, we're just going to hang, grab some drinks. It's just like, <laughs> let's, 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 let's hang. Did you see the one where, like, they opened the gate? Yep. I was like, y'all, I can't. I was so triggered. They opened the gate, and then there was also a video of one of the cops hugging one of the, the mobsters. Like, hugging him. It's just like, what the did you know, but speaking you like, of Potomac, the governor of Maryland was like, hey, I can deploy our guard if you guys mm -hmm. need help. If you guys need, like, just a little help across the river. And they were like, no, 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 you stay in Maryland. Please boop, yep. boop. We got it. Same with Pennsylvania. We got Same it. with Pennsylvania. 
they're like, it's okay, honey. Mm-hmm. We got, it's a club. It's a party. They're coming to the VIP section. Let's uh, let's take this. I mean, I think it's, a, I was so triggered and I was so mad I had to leave work because I was like, you guys. But the thing is that like, everybody knows that white supremacists are in law enforcement. Like yeah. everybody knows it. Yes. It's not a secret. Like, let's not pretend. That's why we want to get rid of the police because the only reason why you'd want to join the police is to arrest black people. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm trying to be like a, you might think you're doing the right thing, but if you get in there and you see your little friends doing fucked up shit and you're like, it's fine, then sorry, baby. Yeah, like, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. He's doing it, but I'm yeah. not doing it. Like, fuck yeah. you if you can't, like, stand up for yourself. Or quit. Yeah, just quit. Any good cop has quit. They've all quit. Yeah. They were like, uh, no, bye. I'm out. <laughs> Marcel, did you, um, Warriors in the Garden is a group here. It's a, you know, like a, a black revolutionary group here in the city. And they had a bunch of marches this summer. And their tactics were to mock the police endlessly. So they had these giant mirrors that they would pull out of trucks that like drove alongside and hold them up and be like, look at the pigs, look at the pigs. And they would be like screaming at the police to look at their reflections. And they like, (laughs) you would watch these cops, like you'd be screaming these insults and you would just watch these cops be like, oh no, I didn't get into this to be made fun of. Like you could tell their like feelings were hurt and it's like, yeah, that's not, you know, like, who cares about your feelings? People are dead. Quit! quit. If, you, if it's so bad, if it's so bad, quit it. I, I used to love when we used to go to protests and just yell, quit your job. <laughs> yeah. That was, like, my favorite thing to do. <laughs> quit your job! <laughs> um, I did. I saw a MAGA rally. I live on the Upper East Side now, thank you. And <laughs> oh, my God. I saw a MAGA rally, like, the week before the election. So, like, stress was high and it was a week before the election right outside bill de blasio's house and it was what looked to me to be like seven diverse drama students like i very very deeply believe that they were hired from a lower tier drama school here in the city and i won't say which one but i am thinking of one because they were like they just they had a look about them of musical theater and they kept like saying like build up Blasio come out and admit that Trump is president and it's like he is president nobody needs to come out and admit anything <laughs> he is literally the president right now and then one of them had a bullhorn this is oh, my no. favorite thing I've ever seen one of them had a bullhorn but he was just kind of like holding it out next to him and he goes and he has this he has his arms like he it's just like it felt like the music man and he goes we have to do something about the Islamic State. Oh my God. And like, oh it is horrifying, but also they're not sending their best people. No, you they, know? I mean, there are, there are like Craigslist ads all over the city <laughs> that are like, we're looking for people of color to come to this protest. You, you'll be paid maybe. Like, uh, like they don't, like, ha- anybody standing behind Trump at any of those rallies, if they're a person of color, we're paid. I will say mm. The Bachelor, our first mm-hmm. black bachelor, which I don't watch the show. That guy's a I Republican. Do. His mom is a MAGA. Is mm. she really? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they. Oh, I watched it because I love Bachelor mm-hmm. and Bachelorette, but he had his opening, like, toast. wasn't a toast to all these, like, 30 women. It was a prayer. And and then all the women in their, um, in their awe and God and, like, oh, like, in their confessionals were like, I can't, I can't believe he prayed. It was, like, 
it made me it moved me it made no. me feel so and i was like shut the fuck up you like, that prayer was first of all lame it wasn't even a good prayer it was like all over the place even and, like, god was like shut up <laughs> it was so weird yeah and also like they didn't run like if i hear somebody praying i like i'm sorry like i mean bye okay no. later that's like terrifying no, i it think was, it was i also odd. when i'm a woman with a bunch of other women and there's only one man and he's praying i'm like this is inches from a cult like that we are this far from a cult and he's <gasps> we handsome. are so deep sister wife mm-hmm. look at each other look oh, around, look around. Too. none of you are going home ever you <laughs> yeah. live in this la quinta now or wherever they're filming I mean, obviously, if you want to be a sister wife and that's what you want to do, that's fine. I'm not talking down about no. those people, just to be clear. But I will see how that has, like, cultish, like, tendencies. Like, I would well, see how well, that. Well, there, you know, is. there's that show, The Sister Wives, that I also watch on TLC. Mm-hmm. How is it? Do you like I it? I do, and, and they actually seem pretty, uh, like, like open and liberal, almost, in a sense. Like, they're, like they kind of are kind of seeing the, the secular side of the world because they're exposed to it because they're on social media and blah, blah, blah. So they've kind of, uh-huh. like, I think, I don't think they're doing so well as a marriage, but these women are kind of very independent and very vocal about it, and I kind of like that part of them. I mean, that dude oh, sucks. Cool. Like, I get yeah. how you'd be like, I'd love a timeshare in this. I don't yeah. I don't need to have this <laughs> You don't want to be with him every night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, mm-mm. No, you want to take you. him? No, I'm good. You want to take him? Oh, it's fine. <laughs> uh, guys, um... <laughs> We're going to have to draw straws. We're going to have someone's <laughs> taking him tonight, okay? It's not me. I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy. I've been busy a lot. I actually have two jobs now. I work in a night shift. Um, some of them do. Here. Janelle. I used to watch. I stopped. But Janelle works so hard. And I don't think they appreciate. I don't think any of the women appreciate each other. And it's like your sister wives be sisters to each other. Is yeah. what I would How say many are there? Four? There's only four, I think. Four. Because I mean. Robin, Janelle. And then the other two. Robin Janelle. Oh, yeah, I can't think of the names right now. I'm sorry, guys. Mary. Gonna... Robin Mary. Janelle, Mary. And Christine. Christine. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Oh. They're good. This sounds it's a fun show. I do like it. I do like it. I always wonder, you know, like I'm always open, like marriage, even though I am married, I wish I wouldn't have not just not because I don't love my husband, but because it's an institution that mm-hmm. it's kind of dumb. No offense. I mean, if you want to do it, sure. But like the whole government being involved and in whether you fuck somebody or not is a little weird. Um, but I will say that, like, I wonder what would happen if it was like switched, like, like if it was like, I wonder how like sister husbands. Yeah. Oh, like you know what I mean. You're, like, I have seen. I have seen some reality shows or like docu- reality documentaries that of uh, women who have two husbands, which is, which works for them. So, I just. I, I am single. You're I both that married. Impressive. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> two husbands, like oh, two wives. Yeah. If I had two wives, I feel like I'd be well taken care of. If I had two husbands, I feel like I'd be like. Does the can I, does the toilet seat go down? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel that. Yeah. Time. Yeah. I, I will say that I am the disgusting one in the relationship. <laughs> and you both are very say, nice husbands. I'm very partial to both of your husbands. <laughs> you know. Like, yes. <laughs> I will say, like, it was like yesterday. It was like, one of, like last, 
was it last week? I was laying, I was laying in the bed. My husband was like, honey, throw away your shit. And I was like, what? What did I do? It's like, there's an apple core from this morning on the dining table, you nasty. And I'm like, <laughs> it's a science experiment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty germaphobic. Like I don't like, like, I don't like using the same sponge more than like three times sometimes. It's, I have to have my sponge for the sink and then I have to have my sponge for the actual sink to clean the sink. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not like OCD, but like I don't, that's the one thing that I just, I'm so grossed out by sponges. And so mm. if they cross contaminate, I'm like, I don't know where that sponge has been. <laughs> has that been on, has that been on a fork or has that been on a drain? There's a difference. <laughs> Can't do it. No, does your husband ever like mess up the sponges and yeah. like that like causes tension? Yeah, I like in the I, I have my own little hiding spaces under the sink where I know this side is for the sink, for the sink, and this is for the countertops, and this one is for the dishes. So I have my own little thing that I do for myself for my own sanity. Who knows if it actually works, but uh, for my own brain, it makes me feel better. What if he find out that this whole time he has not been respecting? That I probably have almost gotten salmonella like nine times. <laughs> Kara's having a child with him, but she will leave. She will (laughs) take that baby, take that dog, and take those weird little sponges and get the fuck out. Yes, I will. I'll clean the door handle on my way out. I feel like, and maybe this is wrong, but I feel like that's more of an L.A. thing. Because in New York, you just have to be like, everything's going to be disgusting all the time. Like, there's no, like, you wash your face at the end of the day and you're like, why is there black soot on my like in my washcloth like what is this were you like mining are you like underground it's like was I wasn't working in a mine town and like not knowing that I was I thought I was just like... walking around in an office building but apparently I was absorbing the city into my skin <laughs> oh man that makes yeah, sense pretty dirty that here. makes sense I you know what's my pet peeve of mine when I used to date men when I used to date uh they I would I would kind of like be like I'd go back to their apartment or their house and I'd be like okay I have to pee this is a big deal. I have to go in their bathroom. Is there, is their bathroom clean? Is there hair on the floor? Is there, sh- is there like a shit stain in the toilet? That was like my biggest tell. If I like open the seat and if there was any line, I was like, okay, I can't do this. I can't do this. Um, once you're married, that completely changes. But um, when you first meet somebody and you and like that's what you see, their disgusting toilet. I'm just like, I you don't care about yourself. So you're not going to care about it. But you don't, you don't want to do it. Like, you just don't. I do think it's disrespectful to not clean your toilet when someone's coming over. Or just, like, have it I clean. Agree. Have it, just have it clean. Like, I have a weird thing with, like, the ring around the toilet that never exists in my house. It's gross. But just, like, clean. Yeah, just clean mm. it. Like, I feel like I'm, like, even though I am messy, like, I do, like, that's the thing. is like, things have to be clean. Right. Like, I'll leave, like, nasty sugar. But, like, yeah, that's a lot. But now that you talk about dating, when I was dating, when I first met, one of my first husband and I first started dating, and he came over to my apartment, and he opened a refrigerator. There was a bottle of tequila and hot sauce in it, and that was it. <laughs> and he was like... He was like, what? He was like, what? Are, like, what are, you, what are you eating? Like, what is? He was like genuinely like concerned. He was just like, what? Like, who? He? I like. I remember the look on his face. He was just like, I don't. He was like, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> so like, I. He did say, but like when you were talking about the bathroom, I was like, I don't know if this is an equivalent, but you know, I mean, it's like. 
seeing somebody like not have their shit together at all. So he married me. He must have been just because he loves me as a person. He wanted to nourish you, really, is actually what he wanted. He just wanted to nourish you. He was worried. He was like, the woman's going to wither away. She's going (laughs) to, she's going to die. I will also say being single for so long and living alone for the past like few years you get a little weird. Like when someone's coming over, I'm like, okay, what is weird? Like, let me just look around and figure out what is weird here. Like everything's normal to me. What's weird to another person? I just got a coat rack today and I have just been leaving all my coats on the back of a chair because my coat closet is like, I'm in my coat closet to record and it's just like annoying to get to. So I'm like, let me just fling this. Like I put up all my clothes at the end of the day, but my coats, they have to stay on that chair. Is it like the corner chair in your bedroom? Or is it Oh no, it's the chair you see in the living room when you first walk into the apartment. Oh yeah, that's that's how it is. Like not a cloak closet, it's a cloak back of the chair. I mm-hmm. have that. I still do that. I put my purses on the back of the chair. I put things like we had a, we had to get rid of our dining room table that we actually don't ever use because we just put shit on it. Put things on it. Yeah, it's like storage. It's just like another shelf. Storage. You're just like, yeah, like just like laying. So you had to get rid of it just to stop putting shit there? <laughs> yes. We got rid of it because we never ate off of it, and it was kind of just right. an eyesore. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, it was. Um, we wanted. I should get a coat rack. That makes me feel like I should do that, and I'll just put my purse on it. I did it, and I don't. <laughs> I don't feel good about this, but I did get it from Amazon um, because oh, there's. No. I really try not to shop at Amazon, but there's one energy drink that I really like, and I can't find it anywhere else. And so I was like, "Well, I'm buying this energy drink. I might as well buy the <laughs> cheapest coat rack you've ever seen in your life." And they go is, hand in hand. They they were you know I had the energy to build it. Yeah. So. <laughs> you had to build it. That's another thing. That was that's that's great, Amanda. You, you I just had to screw it all in. You know, it was it was uh, it couldn't have been easier, and I couldn't have made more of a production of it. <laughs> but like that's how they get you. We got out of Amazon Prime, and let me tell you, if we want a package, we have to anticipate six months in advance that we need it. Wow. Because like you like shop at places. They don't even let you know. They're like, we'll let you know when it ships. It's like, okay, so you were like, what are you? And then like 14 days later, they're like, your package ships. I'm like, what have you been doing? <laughs> Did you make it? Were you making it the whole time? Are these bespoke? What the fuck? <laughs> Is this, are these custom? Are these custom made? Yeah, it's like, it's really hard. And, and like, honestly, I, I get why people, I don't judge anybody for not giving up Prime. Because I feel like I'm, at this point, this is just selfishly so I can feel better because I'm not making the world a better place. I'm mm. like, I will punish myself by waiting for <laughs> things to ship because I am not improving the world in any way. So it's like, this is my cross, I guess. I yeah, mostly no, try not to, but like, I also, you know, when you talk to somebody who does it a lot and then you're like, wow, their lives are so easy. Yes, God, that's seductive. exactly it. Yeah. You know when your shit's going to come. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to come. You actually know it's going to come. That's like, honestly, to like. To be honest, we get, I mean, we use it all. That's what we, we use right now because we're building a baby and rooms and, and housing and stuff. We're trying to change everything up. And like, I want the stuff now for things I need for me because I'm pregnant and my body's doing weird things. And I need new, I need special things for me. I will say Bed Bath & Beyond weeks. has a membership that is similar to Amazon. Like it's as you pay a minimal fee, it's less than prime. I I joined it because I was like, maybe this will get me off of Amazon. And it mostly has like Bed Bath & Beyond has a lot of stuff. They get it to you pretty quickly. And if you need to exchange something, you can just go into the store. Like it's a little easier. It's probably the exact same questionable ethics. Um, 
I don't know. I don't is. know. I wish it. I wish I'm, it was better. There's no ethical consumption under capitalism. No. Hate to break it to you, hon. No. My husband was like, we could try to be better, and I was like, okay, well, do you want to give up food, clothing, uh, housing, um, air, maybe even like just there's. It's all bad. It's all bad. We've watched The Good Place, right? We've seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Love what the was good, it? Love The Good the, Place. The Good, oh, place. The good place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've seen it. Yeah. It's all, it's all bad. Yeah, just do whatever makes you feel good at this point. Some, yeah. You know, it's, it's all fucked. Like right now, I'm enjoying a delicious hard kombucha. Kombucha. Oh, kombucha. Kombucha. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry, Amanda. It's, uh. That is the whitest thing I've ever heard in my it's life. It's okay. I'm very white. <laughs> <laughs> Can I please see that again? Can I please see that? Yeah. Just like hold it's, it up. Com- is it, it is kombucha. Delicious. And kombucha, this isn't this is an unpaid advertisement, but we'd love to partner. <laughs> totally just wait no, but you have to say what it does for you so that people know. Like if you're gonna okay, do like a full so ad, like what, what's up? Kombucha <laughs> for me, kombucha, it has the alcoholic content of a beer, the caloric content of a spiked seltzer. And if your tummy is feeling not great, but you still want to get a little buzz, it's the perfect <laughs> beverage for a refreshing, cool January night in New York City. Ooh. I bought this one at Morton Williams, and Morton Williams, we'd also love to partner, even though your store is the most hellish place I've ever seen. <laughs> they have shelves and shelves of mayonnaise. And it's like, can we, not, can we have one flavorful dip in this place and not just like so much goddamn mayonnaise moving to the Upper East Side from Harlem there are things you give up you know there are things that you give up and one of them is a flavorful dip it's like everything is but they replace it all with mayonnaise mm-hmm. like where you go to get guac mayonnaise mayonnaise may- wait so like okay so they're like different brands like are we doing like different flavors of mayonnaise it's different or it brands like- it's also different sizes of the same brand so it's like do you want like a big Hellman's or a medium Hellman's or a tiny <coughs> Hellman's? It's so much, man. It's so much more mayonnaise than I've ever seen in my life. I am from the South. I should never see that much mayonnaise above the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> it's really fucked up. <laughs> but I love the kombucha. I would kill for some sort of kombucha or some sort of like wine or anything right at this point. Are you? You're not oh, drinking yeah. oh, it all during your pregnancy. No, I mean, like, I had, like, a sip. Like, Mm -hmm. I might tonight Mm -hmm. have, like, a half a glass of wine. But, like, Mm -hmm. that doesn't, doesn't, it's not the same. Like, because I feel like Mm -hmm. sip small and, like, I'm such a booze, I'm such a, like, a bougie wine drinker that, like, I like to, like, really, like, taste the wine and blah, blah, blah and, like, have a whole bottle to myself. So, like, it's just not the same (laughs) at all. And actually, I have a couple other pregnant friends right now who are all, like, I just goddamn want a drink. <laughs> All of us right now. How many months pregnant are you? I'm 20 weeks tomorrow, so that is four or five months? Five, five months. months. Yeah, I don't five do months. math. That sounds about right. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like the seasons of Atlanta. Whatever you said, I'd be like, that's the number of months. That's right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's how my kids Oh, Oh, wow. So, um, do you have like weird craving um or is that like it? for a while it was uh, just pickles and cheese together with man with uh, mustard oh that sounds so disgusting what type of cheese it was like a it's just a mozzarella or cheddar Ooh. with like so do you like wrap the cheese around the mm-hmm. pickle or like mm-hmm. and then dip it in some mustard Ooh, so oh my good. God. it's <laughs> like a hamburger without any of the substantive parts of a hamburger yeah pretty yeah, much no, I, 
actually when you can do mayonnaise too. I'd like dip it on mustard and mayonnaise. And I love mayonnaise. I'm not saying that I don't want any mayonnaise. I just I don't want to oh be saying God. I don't like it. So gross. But I don't need so to see care. so much of it. It's so I agree. Aggressive. I agree. I agree. But I do. I did love it. I do. Lo- actually, was an Eggo waffle girl too. I had to have Eggo waffles in the morning. Uh, it's gone down though. My I'm cravings like, have gone down. Mostly now it's just 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 like uh, sweets, chocolate. Ooh. All I want is ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. Um, so Marcella, we like to ask our guests about their hair story, like whatever that mm-hmm. means to you, tip to toe. Kara and I have both had laser hair waxing, all the biz right now because I've done laser hair on my legs, but it didn't fully work. I have stripes of long hair and stripes of empty legs, so I <laughs> look like a little tiger. It's very wild to cute. see. Ooh, it's kind of cute. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> so you just did your hair. You just did these braids, and they look fabulous. Yes. How long are they? Oh, yeah. How long are they? Huh. I don't know. I think – let me see if I can. I have them, like, back. But um, so they're, like, mm. this long. I don't know. They're, they're not too long. I think they're, like, a good length. I mean, this is the first time ever braiding my hair. Um, my husband is white, um, and he parted my hair. And he watched these YouTube videos to part my hair. Um, and then he, like, had to learn, like, how to, like, 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 grease it correctly. And <laughs> it's, like, a whole thing. And then I braided it. So it took him, like, two hours to part it because he's, like, very, like, it was his first time. And he's just, like, being very gentle mm-hmm. and trying to, like, he was, like, measuring it. I was, like, baby, it's not physics. Just, like, try to get a straight line. <laughs> um and like yeah so then I braided it and that I was like the first braid took me like maybe like 45 minutes I was gonna give up and then he was like no honey just like try it he's like maybe do half of it so I was like I have never felt so supported on marriage I love it it looks that great. is romantic <laughs> and he did this and I was like oh this is like so sweet so now I have pink braids I mean it's really sweet it's like you know he like I remember when we first started dating like I like I think he was the first white guy I've ever dated. I think I was the first black girl he's ever dated, black woman he's ever dated. And like he would like start doing all this research about hair. And like he wouldn't ask me, he'd just be like, Are you moisturizing your hair? Oh my God. And like, are you like taking care of your hair? And I'd be like, Okay, white man, back the fuck <laughs> off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let me, let me figure my shit out. Cause I didn't know I had natural hair and I didn't know how to take care of it. Cause my mom like took care of my hair all my life. She'd always braid it. And so I just like never learned. And so when she died, I mean, I was sad that she died, but also I looked like a mess. Not just because I was sad, but because my hair was just like not right, like you know. Um, and so it was like a whole, yeah. I feel like, oh, one, I guess, another part of my hair story, which is not my hair on my head, is that I moved to the US from Kenya, and like shaving in Kenya is like not like a thing. And I was in middle school, um, I moved here when I was like in the seventh grade, and I had like armpit hair, and like I didn't know you were supposed to shave that. And I remember I was, like, in class, and I was such a huge nerd. And, like, I remember I raised my hand up. And this girl, Macy, who sat in front of me, looked at me, turned around, she looked at me, she's like, oh, is that hair? And I was like, yeah. She's like, you have hair under your arm? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, is it hair? I'm so scared. <laughs> right? I'm supposed to have this? <laughs> and I always said, oh, my God, it looks like I had a little chia pad, and it was just growing there. And then I was just like, oh, but I didn't know. Which, like, also seventh grade is still children. You know, like, it's like, yeah. not that you should ever have to shave your armpits at any age, but, like, there 
you're literal children still in seventh grade. Also, Macy, you're a bitch, but also I hope you're listening. Thanks, <laughs> thanks really for listening <laughs> if you are. <laughs> thanks, Macy. Oh, my God, I did use her real name. It's fine. We don't know her we last name. We don't know her last name. Okay. We, use, don't know her. we use names here all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that was the first time I was, like, hair shamed. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. And then. And in seventh grade, you don't have any self-esteem. So, like, anybody telling you anything, you're like, oh, God, I'm the worst person in the world. I must conform. Exactly. But you know the crazy thing is, like, when I moved to the U.S., I did have self-esteem. And then it took about, like, two months to yeah. kill it. Like, I didn't, like, I it was, like, it was very quick and very fast. Like, it was, like, ooh, you were, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, I just, like, because so many things that I didn't know. Um, and you're like, a young girl, so that's already, they want to squash you down a little bit. And you're black, double squash. Like, it's, <laughs> it was like, it was a layered cake. And also, like, I was, a, I was a nerd. And so it was just like, I had just like those layers. And it was just like, this girl, if she makes it, she's a strong person. <laughs> and look, you did it. You and did, and you created your that. own hair. You did it all. <laughs> Did I make it? Oh, man. I, oh, I have to say you made it because I feel like we're at the same level and I have to say I, I have to say I made it. So you made it. Please say that you did. Oh, man. It's so funny. It's like crazy when you like look back at like just like how kids kids can be so cruel. And like, you know, the cruelty part of it is because like kids are like. We don't, we're not taught about hierarchy, but, like, we see it in society. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when we go to school, we automatically want to enforce that. And it's, like, as long as you're not at the bottom, like, you're fine. So, like, if you feel like you're anywhere close to the bottom, you always, like, try to find somebody else, like, kick down. <laughs> and I just, like, as long as I'm, like... Please let me get to the middle. Please let me get to the yeah. middle. Yeah, you're just, like, crawling over people's bodies <laughs> and faces. Yeah, it's, like, it's kind of sad if you really think about it. really about is. It. And like, bullying from <laughs> another girl is so brutal like I have mostly been bullied from my hair by boys in school which hurts my feelings but like when a girl comes after you there's something about it that's like we're supposed to be on the same team yeah we're supposed to be friends and even now when you see women like women shaming it's like we're on the same team we all Mm -hmm. aren't gonna look this like we already are on this like what are you doing don't put someone down because they don't look like you or they look different like that's the whole, that's where the team. We're a team. So well, we should be a team, but we're we should, not. We're we should not tell all the white women that because I will say this girl was a white girl. Yeah. And oh, will, okay. And it's like I feel like it did prepare me for a life of white women. Yeah. White women are bitches. God. Yeah. Known to be like suspicious a hundred percent. I was like, mm, thank you, Macy. Now I know. Macy, you've just given me a crash course in something that I'll be using for the rest of my life. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, Macy, Macy, Macy. God, I hope her life is good. I'm sure, I hope she became better and, like, she's not shaming her kid for having hair. I hope so. I would like to believe so. I used to have a very anti-hair attitude. Like, I had a blog, thank you, back in the (laughs) (laughs) mid-2000s. It was a WordPress. Thank you so much. And it got, like, a little bit of a, like, a little bit of a following. Like, a few hundred people were reading it. And Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. It felt amazing. Trust me. I was like, I'm a writer. But I wrote, there was a girl, this is like my biggest regret of my blog is that there was a woman who was like stopped because she had facial hair and her religion prohibits you from like altering your appearance. Oh, Um, oh, and on the blog, I was, I like, 
I was critical of her. Not like she should shave it, but like people judge you for your hair. It happens all the time because it has happened to me my whole life. And I really wish that I hadn't written that. And I wish, and I'm glad to like not think that way anymore, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but it's like, it's an evolution because it starts with you being told like your body's bad. You need to fix it. And then you project that shit out onto other people. And Mm -hmm. it's not good. Yeah. Your insecurities you put on other people because you can't, that's how you deal. That's how you process. Yeah. It's like, it's like we're, they police us. So we police each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it is like, you want women to be like, you want every woman to be safe. And it's like, well, how do I know how to be safe? And it's like, well, I got to squash myself down as, as like unobtrusively as possible. How can I fit in this little box that is okay? And and like, I don't know. I feel like that's also my biggest anxiety when I leave a place is I'm like, I was too much. You know, Mm. I took up too much space. I, you weren't small enough. You should have like, just like, just like disappeared. Mm -hmm. Actually been invisible in that corner. It's like, how do you do that with stand up? You get on stage and you're like, can you guys see me? Oh no, hide in the corner. I'm so sorry to be up here. Get this curtain. I'm just going to tell Justin behind you guys. Tell me if it's too much. I miss stand up so so much but i don't want to do it over zoom how do you feel oh my god yeah the zoom shows killed my soul um i was so desperate that i started doing mics over zoom and that's when i was like girl you've hit a rock bottom <laughs> i was like this is uh... but i joined tiktok i am now in tiktok Kara. yeah yeah Love it. we'll do it i'll find you out girl, I Wait, love say, you your, so much. say your handle say your... uh it's uh feel the news with marcella oh cute yes. And you also, is it the same as what you put out on Instagram or do you do different content for different platforms? Oh no, it's the same. It's like a minute of a news on how you should, the news and how you should feel about oh, it. Oh great. And I, I will, love that stuff. I'm going to follow it. <laughs> I will warn everybody. I am an anarchist, like straight up. Let's just throw it out there. I don't want anybody to show up and be like, what is this? <laughs> It's just one minute. If you watch one minute of an anarchist video, you're fine. You'll you'll recover just fine. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I've been so triggered by these people calling these Trump supporters anarchists. They're not anarchists. Like, people don't know what that word means. It literally means the abolition of all hierarchy. Like, we want to get rid of, like, hierarchies based on race, based on gender, based on pretty much everything that the state reinforces. We want to get rid of that, including the state. So it's like, it's like when you, when maybe people are like, it's anarchy, that's like, oh, there's no order, there's no nothing. But like an anarchist's belief is like, why do we need all these different hierarchical systems? Why can't we just be good to each other? Is that the... It's like, it's like, it's more than that. It's actually saying that the state, the purpose of the state is to reinforce anarchy, is to reinforce hierarchies. So like, if you think about slavery, if you think about Jim Crow, if you think about women not being able to vote, if you think of, these are all things that are reinforced by the state. It's actually arguing that the state maintains these hierarchical structures so that capitalists can get richer. So it's like, we have this underclass of workers who are predominantly black and brown people and they work for very low pay. Like for example, you think about Amazon and Jeff Bezos, that's how he makes a lot of money. And then you bring in the police and the purpose of the police is to be used as a tool of social control. And that's why they kill black people because that's their only purpose. It's like when black people went from being enslaved people to being free people, you still wanted to keep a low paid labor force, but when people are poor, they don't like it. So you want to make sure that you keep them controlled. So it's like, 
it's like this idea that like the state, because it was, I mean, if you think about from feudalism, which evolved into the state, it's like the state was created by the elites. It was not created by a bunch of like ragtag peasants who came together and they're like, we want a king. Like no one did that, right? Like it was like somebody who was like, I want to like, I own this land and I want to have cops and I want to make sure that the peasants do whatever. Anyway, nonetheless, it's just like the idea. I'm going to stop. No, I love when you're like, uh, you know, you get it. Feudalism, whatever. It's all, it's all bad. It's all bad. Feudalism is bad. Um, but essentially, it's just like saying that like we want, a, we want a, a system that has no hierarchy. And anarchy actually means no rulers. It doesn't mean disorder. It means no rulers. It means nobody rules over anybody. It's a democracy. We all make decisions together. Mm-hmm. I, like mutual aid is an example of something that's anarchist. So like the free fridges, like that's anarchist. It's like we give and we take as, as we can and as we need. Yeah, yeah that's, that's essentially what it is. It's, um, it sounds beautiful. Feel the news <laughs> talks about that for a minute. For minutes. For it minutes. Is, for minutes, one at a time. You guys got to check it out. I. It is like, it's hard to argue with any of that because you look at like, even, I was going to say even a good senator, but I, I, can't, I can't, I can't, I can't pull a name. But like all of them are bought and paid for. Like the yeah. first step towards having any real will of the people practiced is to get like campaign finance reform right like that's the first but that's the hardest Mm -hmm. because the people who would enact that are benefiting from it yeah Mm -hmm. and then like citizens united right Mm -hmm. like corporations being able to give unlimited amount of money yeah but then it's even like more than that too like it's like it's not even beyond it's beyond the elections it's the fact that like people were like lobbyists like write a lot of these laws like i don't know if you guys know the aca was written by an insurance lobbyist and then once she was done she went right back to working for the insurance companies but a lot of laws are actually written by industry and not like Mm -hmm. you think that your law person is going to washington and like i want to know what's good for amanda she likes kombucha let's make that cheaper they're not (laughs) doing that like they're like what is what do corporate interests want? But the, if you think about it, think about who started America. It was Washington and all those people, and they were in, they first of all they enslaved people. Second of all, they were property owners. Yeah, they were they rich landed and, gentry. It's like the same like people keep dunking on these creepos who these white supremacists who rushed Washington this past week. Like stop saying that it's all like ignorant, uneducated people. These are people. No. I saw this on Twitter. I'm stealing. I have no idea who said it, but. These are people, it's yours now. They could afford to fly across the country in a pandemic, buy a bunch of batshit crazy merch, um, stay in hotels in DC, which is very expensive. All of that stuff is expensive. And I don't believe for a second that it's all being funded by Trump. Trump didn't even no. pay to bus people home from his own fucking rallies in the middle of a field. These are people. Isn't that hilarious though? I mean, it's, I will say, I laughed as hard as I have laughed in the, it, since everything shut down when I found out that guy tased himself in the balls and died. Yeah. Like if you wrote it, if you wrote it in a show, the showrunner would be like, I'm sorry, but that's too heavy handed. It's or like too... that would never happen. Would never that would happen. never happen, Amanda. It's unrealistic. You're writing unrealistic shit. You gotta take that out. It's too much. It's too unrealistic. And it's just like, I, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to their families who probably are missing their deceased loved ones, but they've probably been missing them for a while. If my relative had gone full Q, I would, I don't know what I would do. I mean, I have like, I have a problematic aunt and I don't talk to her very, I don't know when I've last talked to her. I don't think since Trump was elected, but 
she, I used to go on her, oh, wow. If any family members are listening, please don't rat me out. But I used to go on her Facebook <laughs> and report her posts. And she's, her accounts been suspended like a bunch of times because oh. I was reporting her for hateful content, like racist content and a lot of like anti-Islamic content. And then I left Facebook and this week I was feeling so anxious and I was like, damn, I know she's got some stuff on there I'd love to report and I can't. Oh man. How does that feel though when you have like family members who are like actively racist or like do racist things? I have an uncle that does post stuff. He posted like a goodbye thank you Mr. Trump the other day on Facebook my husband like look I I, I couldn't I can't follow him anymore but my husband likes to like look at it and he wants he has all these trolling ideas that he wants to put on his Facebook but he won't because I've you know we've trolled him a couple times but he he doesn't understand them um I don't know he understands them but like he just doesn't he's he's set in his ways his mind is made up and it's really hard it hurts it breaks my heart really to be honest that my uncle is doesn't see things the way that I see them or see that he sees them in such a way that is so unlike a person should think like just just so racist and so not even racist he doesn't actually come out and say he's racist he just loves Trump so probably much. is though I mean those are racist behaviors oh, of course. right no, like, yeah, I mean he, yeah you don't have to yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just it's he doesn't, he doesn't thank God he doesn't put anything like racist on his page but he supports and does things and and he probably is let's be real it's just I mean, hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's just so I, I don't I can't look at it. I can't look at his page. I don't acknowledge him. I guess the one thing that I would I would honestly say is that I have noticed this. And it's like um, something that like I noticed is like, you know, a lot of like because the media is m- m- predominantly white people. Um, and like when they like have this like um, they like try to like we have to understand these people. To me, it sounds like the reason why they're doing that is because they have racist family members. And I just think that's something as a white person you fucking have to stop. Like. I don't care. Like, your family members' feelings and your feelings don't fucking matter. People are dying. Like, stop. Like, just stop it. Like, you know, like... I would say it's a little more complicated than that. Just in that... Like, I I have family members who have been racist way before Trump who are, like... And they know... Trump didn't start this. I grew up in Texas. I know. I know. Trust me. Yeah. And I... It's tough because it's people you rarely see... And they're not going to say any wild shit in front of you because they know that, like, they know better than to do that. You know, like, I had a fight once with a cousin about gay adoption. But, like, none of them have ever said anything, like, in front of me. You know, and it's like, it's like, you don't, it's hard to bring it up with people you aren't close with who, um, who aren't going to, like, it's, you're, like, really gunning for a fight at that point at, like, a family wedding. But, like, I think a lot of the stuff in media and even a lot of the stuff with, like, Trump getting kicked off Twitter and people being like, where does that lead? I think it's, I don't think that it is, I think it's generous to think it's family members. I think people are like, well, I know I'm racist. Like, I know inside that I'm racist and am I going to eventually face consequences for it? And I don't mean, like, some white reporter is, like, actively a hateful racist person, but I just mean we're white, we're all racist, you know? Like, we're all... I mean, yeah, you definitely... I mean, it's like, if you if you weren't, like, where did you come from? I mean, this country has been so built on, like, tearing down, like, black people and sending all this, like, negative messaging. It's like... Mm-hmm. And, and even black people have, like... I'm sure some of them have, like, feelings of, like, 
you know, like negative. And I will say specifically, like watching even the Real Housewives of Atlanta, like a lot of the things that those women said are like that were like just super negative towards black people and specifically like poorer black people. Like it's something that happens. I'm not going to say that because as a black person, you can't be racist because obviously you don't have power. But but you People can internalize, internalize that. Yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, it's like women internalizing yeah. misogyny. It's like me writing that article or that blog that got a lot less likes than all my other blogs about that woman having facial hair. It's like your own internalized misogyny is the problem that you need mm-hmm. to address. You know, like, it, we we all internalize yeah. this shit. And so I, I don't think it's because – I don't think people do that because of racist family members. I think they do it because – they're racist. Yeah. Like, I think that it's... And I, I, I mean, I agree with that 100% too, but I, I, I was thinking about it in terms of, like, people storming the Capitol. Somebody's like, I know you have a family member who stormed it. And, like, you don't want to be the person who's like, they're all garbage and trash, which is like, you, you probably should just say that. And, like, acting surprised, like, they're not stupid. When they're like, how is this happening? I'm like... No, we all knew it was coming. You... We already knew. We knew it was coming. Everyone where were you, knew it was coming. Where were you living? Yeah. Like, are you... It's, anyway. I had to have a call with two people who, for my day job, with two people who live in the UK the morning after the coup. And they were like, Ugh, how? Yeah. Going. <laughs> you guys are doing so great. I was. How does it feel to be great? I was watching. Are you tired of winning? And I was watching a TikTok of someone, like, someone asking, like, so stitch this. If you, what do you, if you're not from America, what do you think of Americans? And they're like, <laughs> You guys are a bunch of, you guys are not a lot shining beacon of democracy anymore. You're lo- like, you guys look so dumb. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yep. Yes, we do. We are the dumbest country in the world right now. I feel like when I meet somebody always. internationally, I'm like, but I live in New York. Like, I like, get in that I live in New York as fast as I can. I live here. I mean, we're not better. I mean, New York is racist as fuck, too. You know the thing that, like, gets me about, like, when people are like, Democrats are great. I'm like, de Blasio and Cuomo, we have so much segregation here. Cops are, like, racist as fuck. They're just, like, killing people, falsely arresting people. And they're Democrats. We have a Democratic, like, legislature. It's called a Democratic supermajority. That's what we have. Yeah. A governor, the city council. I was like, we. So it's like, when I hear that, it's always frustrating because I'm like, can we not have teams? Like, don't. It's not a team. Yeah. We don't need we to balance ourselves and scream for anybody. Well, like, here's the deal. That's where. That's what it makes us easier, easier to control. When we have two teams pinned against each other, then that we can be angry at each other rather than being angry at what's going on. To be honest, I agree. And, like, not even, like, targeting, like, the right people to be mad at. Like, we right. should all be mad at Je- Bezos. Like, we should all be outside his door right now. Yeah. Like, but we're all – but it works, and that's why ca- capitalism is inherently racist because it relies on this hierarchy. Like, because white people, like, as long as you're not as, at the bottom, which is, like – we know when they split out the indentured servants and then slave people and said one is better than the other, is because they were trying to work together to overthrow slavery. Mm-hmm. So they were like, yeah, we're just going to make white, poor white people think that they're slightly better, so that way they're not, like, coming for our goods. And it's worked for so long, and it's still working. I mean, in history um, class, I don't know if I, I feel like I've said this on the podcast before, but in history class, they are called poor white trash, like, in the history books. Like, it's like, okay, so the people in the South, they were, there were plantation owners, they were at the top, then there were, like, middle class people, there weren't a ton of those, then there were poor people, and then there were poor white trash, and then, there like, literally that was what the title was. That was in the vocab glossary box? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And they described it? It was, like, the highlighted blue thing? Poor white trash. Wow. Yeah. And then there were uh, indentured servants, 
and then there were freed slaves and then there were slaves and that's like how they're like that's how society was viewed but it's like but you're teaching us this and it like reinforces it to us you know like well you're not calling it out you're not saying that and like to not teach kids that capitalism is inherently racist i think is very problematic and sort of dangerous because it's like then they start assuming because it's like if you if you don't talk about any of this stuff and then all of a sudden kids will grow up and they're like why are black people poorer if you so what's your conclusion going to be because you weren't taught about segregation you weren't taught about jim crow you weren't taught about redlining you weren't taught about the fact that black people are less likely to get loans from banks all these things state like essentially like state sponsored like segregation and like expropriation and divestment like you're not taught any of those things right and then it's to then have white people think oh we're better but like you're not it's because the government has been giving you affirmative action like you just on the backs of other people yeah <laughs> you've been taking it from the backs of other people but then you can console yourself by being like well just you know black people are worse like that's like the message that gets taught through capitalism it's fucked up yeah yeah it's like and all this has to do with my hair, really. That's the pink. That's yeah. like that's <laughs> well. I mean, just it's, to tie it all. This episode about hair. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there are only like a few states where it's illegal to not discriminate. It's illegal to yep. discriminate against yep. somebody for having natural hair. If we want to, yeah. Back and recently, to New York. Yeah. New York, and which one? I don't know what the other one is, honestly. I should know better, but I don't. I, I just know New York because it's very recent. It's like the past three years, I think. Maybe yeah. the past three years. It's like relatively new. Yeah, yeah. it's very recent. Nice. And it's like, that should have been in there all along. There are so many other protected <laughs> classes that have been in. The, and people will still just, I'm not saying like the laws make it, like the law is one thing and the behavior is another, but like there are so many protected classes. Why is that not in there from jump, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess we know why. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's insane. Like, it's like you have to, like, I know women, like, black women. I was reading this thing for this one woman who was, like, on LinkedIn. And she was like, I was so worried about my natural hair. She's like, I spent all my time, like, straining my hair. Like, so before interviews. And, like, it's just, like, the tax of being a black person is so high for you to, like, to even get a job. Like, and it, one of the craziest statistics is, like, an educated black person ends up acquiring less wealth than an educated, uh, like, a, a white person who just has a high school education. Like, they have, like, like... Because it's like the world, like it's everything is so messed up. But it's just like the additional tax of everything else you have to do, right? Like you have to, yeah, you know, strain your hair, spend three hours. You could have been, I don't know, reading about work shit. I don't do that, but like if you had time. But in theory, in theory, yeah. you could. <laughs> yeah. Or you could have been doing something you enjoy. Because nobody, like I straighten my hair all the time and it doesn't take, it's not the same. But like, it's not something I enjoy. Like I'm not like, and now I'll be spending a lot of time straightening my hair. Well, it's the pink tax, yeah. you know, you gotta, we have that extra little bit of zhuzh we gotta Thank do you. just for girl. And then on top of that, like it's, if you're a person of color and you have more to do, like it's just that extra little, little the layers mm -hmm. we were talking about earlier. It's just the layers. layers. But you just, and then after a while, you just, the cake just starts collapsing. You're smushed so under tired. cake. You're just like, I'm so tired. Oh my God, I really want it's, Trace Lachis right now. It's like, it's oh like God, on Twitter when everything you'd cut into is cake, but it's like, it's, you think it's cake, but you cut it open and it's systemic oppression. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just like, uh, it uh, it's just. I thought this was cake. <laughs> no, it's layers of bad. Oh layers God, that's of amazing. Bad. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's really funny. We, you, have, you have to laugh because otherwise... You're gonna cry. You're gonna. I was on a work Zoom during the coup. I was on a work Zoom with my whole firm. Oh my. And people kept making jokes, and like I don't, 
I don't think anybody took it lightly, but everybody handles stress mm-hmm. how they're going to handle it. And, and I kept hysterically laughing on the thing. Like, not like, not like I was laughing so hard, but I would be like, I was like laughing and I was like, you have to stop laughing. You're being insane. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was just like so upset and like couldn't stop laughing on the Zoom. <laughs> and was like, if you don't stop, you're going to start sobbing. And then that's going to be a big problem. <laughs> never have had it on because the whole time everybody's talking and being normal and my face the whole time was like frozen in like a half smile but like open teeth was like for 30 minutes just being like what is happening <laughs> like this is dystopian but it's boring so no one will ever put it in a book did you have did you have your tv on while you're watching it while you're on a zoom I turned it on immediately after because, okay, so I had to take a break from following the news of the coup to go get a COVID test, you know, take a break from the coup to handle a pandemic. So 2021. So 2021. Multitasking, babe. And then hustled back to my apartment to just in time to make the Zoom. So then I'm like, I don't really know what's happening in the news because I've been speed walking from the doctors. And everybody's making jokes and I know there's a coup and it's just like, I hate to quote the Kardashians, but people are dying, Kim. Like, let's not have these words. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh man. Well, then so also funny. on that day, the Kardashians had a huge blow up on that day too. Kim oh. and Kanye. Oh. Kim and Kanye. Oh, they're getting a divorce? And, but the whole rumor is that Kanye is... Uh, with a beauty I don't, blogger. I don't. I mean, Jeffrey who knows Star. I, no, it's a different. It's a different dude. It's a different. It's dude. not Jeffrey Star. It's. I think. Oh, I thought it was. I thought that I was think a it, it was. It was. It was different. Jeffrey Star, and then there was also another makeup artist guy who is showing his his receipts with his with his text messages. Oof. I mean, is it real or are they? Making I this don't up? know. To be honest, some things I'm like, eh, it's too. That's not. I just think they're breaking. I just think they're breaking up. They're not. I mean, like for me. Kim and Kanye are rich and, like, celebrities in a way that I don't think we can comprehend. Like, in the same way that, like, humans can't really comprehend the afterlife, we can't comprehend being that rich and having that much of a sphere of influence. Like, they probably do all kinds of shit that we are like, wow, that's wild. We don't know. We don't know. It's like, it's like scandal. Like, you know, when all that shit is happening and you're like, oh, my God, it's probably that. It's probably that. It's- Here's what I think is very interesting about the divorce is, one, I thought they were perfect for each other, so I'm sad that they're getting divorced because I think, like, he elevated her. Like, he brought her up so much. I mean, he did, and then he, like, but the thing is, like, Kim is a social climber, and that's why she married Kanye because he was, like, like one step, like, above, like, of celebrity above her. Mm-hmm. But then he also, like, just, be, he's, like, this narcissist, and, like, the whole thing with Trump, like, that was just, like, so disturbing and so disgusting that I'm, like... I feel bad for him, part of me, is because I have bipolar, and, like, I know, I don't fully understand, and I don't fully know, like, what he goes through. We're not the same level, and I obviously can't speak to somebody else's mental illness, but it's, like, part of me is just, like, you know, I don't know if having a mental illness makes you an asshole. Like, I don't know, like, and I don't know if I can even speak to that, but it's just, like, it was just, like, so sad, but I was, like, you gave us college dropout. Why do you have to ruin it for me? Like, can you, like, not? I mean, every every celebrity not? who gets that <laughs> stratospheric will eventually let you down, except for Janet Jackson. 
But that's because she's quiet. That's the thing, though. Just don't talk. Mm -hmm. Like, just like disappear. disappear. Like, find an island. You know, you can you buy an island. You can buy an yeah. island. Go to it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm sad about their divorce in a way that I am surprised by, and maybe it's because in the pandemic, I'm like, I just want to believe in love. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but also, I feel like I respect Kim Kardashian. Like, I know that she has is very like problematic, and that she's done a lot of black fishing and all kinds of like mm -hmm. wild shit. But like, she has used her influence for more good than most celebrities ever bother to do, and I think that's good. I, I don't know. What if she becomes a lawyer? So she's trying to. I do, mean, right? Yeah, she's going to law school, right? In theory. I, I mean, my my. Th my thing about Kim Kardashian, the thing that impresses me the most, I will say this, I don't, I'm going to be very honest, I don't like her just because of what you just, all the things that you just mentioned, but I will say this about her. She made so much money off her looks and that to me as a woman, if you can do that, I'm like, yeah, okay, good. Like the one, <laughs> could you imagine? I mean, obviously it's sexist and we live in a misogynistic universe, but like if you're able to make money out of your face which obviously sucks because you have features that black women have and they got shit on for that shit but it's like if you're able to do that i'm and turning people, sexism and misogyny in its head is like a little i'll i'll, I'll commend you people hate her I'll like everybody's like i hate her i think she's disgusting and it's like well she's making money off of somebody so like exactly yeah. exactly that's what i always say how we should show rich if everybody hates her like i personally don't like her and i don't watch the show and i don't but like come on yeah it's not everybody give me a break and i i also don't watch the show which i think helps me be like she seems fine like i don't dip into her that much like i'll just like hear an occasional thing and be like okay that seems and courtney her sister went to school where kara and i went to school so she's mm -hmm. a, not at this i i don't think at the same time no no. Which school did y'all go to that you went University to? University of Arizona. The, the ivy of the desert. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> the awesome. ivy of the desert. I didn't know that she went to the to U of A. I'm pretty sure. She might have gone to ASU. But, it, which is the. She wasn't there our year at all. She's, she's older no. than us. Yeah. That's so um, funny. Her voice is so interesting to me. Mm -hmm. It never changes. Like, it's, when she talks, she talks like this. Like, every single time I've heard, like, her talk. She's Kim Kardashian and everything, or Courtney, or or Kim. I don't know. I love I love their creepy little growly voices. They have the the vocal fry, the vocal fry. They are the queens of vocal fry, and we have all. Ta I have. Ta I know I've taken it on. I had to. This is back in my twenties. I when I had my. Okay, so you have to do all of this in vocal fry, though. Yeah. Okay, so when I was in my twenties and I was living in the city, I developed a vocal cord problem, and I had to learn how to speak again without doing this from a speech therapist. It, she was it like, gives you notes. You're doing this and it's bad. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, put it in your mask. And so now I have a voice that tells people I do musical theater all the time, even when I don't want them to know. And, and you I can always put it in your mask me. now. You can always put it in your mask now. It's <laughs> perfect. And now I have two masks. And so lucky. <laughs> we watched Godmothered. It's like, this has, I promise this has everything to do with what you were just doing earlier, Amanda. We watched Godmothered, and I don't know who stars in that. It was from Disney+. Plus, yes. And whoever that fairy woman is, 
Tad and I were like, oh my god, that was a role for Amanda Hunt. And I, and I don't know why we it's, said it at the same time. It's, 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 it's the godmother, right? It's the blonde. The yeah, blonde. it's like, yeah, the yeah the blonde who's like, I just like, just like her, she's so large. Like, she's just like, she's got so much pizzazz. And I was like, that's Amanda. <laughs> like, I feel like... My dream is to be on a Disney Plus show. Thank you so much, Disney. I know it's a movie. It's a movie. It's the woman who did Britney Runs a Marathon, right? Or whatever that is. Which I also haven't seen. But every time I see her, I'm like, I got to get her agent. Like, I got to get. She's getting your roles, girl. They're they're yours. Like, she's. She's uh, Yeah, that's, that's, that's you. I want her to come in and I want to be the brunette. Like, I want to be sitting there like the brunette bitch in a movie, you know? And she's like the nice one. And I'm like, good luck with the audition. <laughs> I'm sure she's, I'm sure she doesn't have to audition. No. People are uh, just giving it to her. Yep. Yeah. That's great. Good for her. God bless. Well, you know, honestly, this Zoom stuff, I think that's what's getting to us. I feel like once we can do, like, live shows again, I think it'll be fine, honestly. I just... I will go to so many live shows when I'm out of this. I'm just going to go to live shows every day. I'm just going to go to shows. (laughs) I'm just going to do so many. I'm going to wake up, go to a live show. I'm going to stay at the live shows. I'm going to hit up 10 live... And then I'm going to do it again every day. I'm going to sit next to somebody. (laughs) I would give any... Right next to them. I would give anything to be inside a bar in the dark oh. at in the afternoon on a stage looking at a bunch of comics who are looking at their phones while I'm trying to tell my jokes <laughs> at an open mic the, I would love to see the top of 10 to 20 in different comics heads right now more than you can <laughs> oh know. my god yes or people who are like like blatantly trying not to laugh at your jokes because they're a guy and they don't think women are funny but you're making them laugh but they really don't want to let you yeah. know that's like my personal favorite they are doing their little small mouth <laughs> i do like that i, I also back a gag. give it to her i've never had sex <laughs> i've never had sex with a comedian and after quar i'm gonna have sex with all of them <laughs> oh i mean that's gonna be so easy honey yeah. like you're super attractive, oh, and those you. guys are not. Yeah, it'll be a dream. Yeah, I'm They're pretty gonna, sure they'll have a lot yeah, of fun. I'm looking yeah. to work through them pretty quickly, you know? It's, gonna, it's not going to be hard, <laughs> sweetie. It's not. <laughs> you will face no. If this is your goal, you're going to accomplish it very quickly. I'm, I'm writing it down for 2020. They say you have to write it down or it won't happen. And, get, and make sure you get somebody with every letter of the alphabet. Like, that's a fun Ooh, game. Yeah, work, fun. work the alphabet game. Mm-hmm. It is really tough because mm-hmm. most of them are named Dan. Well, you got the D-A-N, so then you got to yeah. Oh, yeah. If I can include any letter, Danielle, you know. There you go. Middle name. You could take a middle name mm-hmm. and ask them that. That We could, you know. Figure all it Dan. out. Oh, man. That's, that's funny. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. I do miss comedy. It's, like, really sad. TikTok doesn't do it. It's not the same not thing. the same. They keep referring to my jokes as metaphors and analogies, and it's really starting to piss me off. Oh, I love that cookie analogy. I was like, bitch, that was a joke, yeah. okay? Um, uh, the, the word that you're looking for is a joke, not metaphor, not analogy, not synonym. I don't know what are the literary devices you know, but, like, that's not I'm it. not trying to be clever. Like, I'm trying to make you laugh. Please. <laughs> Oh my god! And I keep telling Tad that is like, just be happy. People are looking at your things, and I'm like, no, they need to look in the right way. <laughs> my one minute of trash time. <laughs> Marcella, besides TikTok, where can our listeners find yes. you? That um, you really only TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, at my uh, corner of a uh, clot, and I'm just kidding. Oh my god, my address. Um, no. Um, just like field and. Actually, you know what? Let me make sure it's all right. Because, you know, sometimes I forget what my handlers are. If you asked me what the handle of our podcast was on Instagram, I would Sorry. I would have to lie. Goodbye. I don't know. It is 
feel the news with Marcella. Oh, so I was right the first time. Nice. On TikTok and Instagram. On TikTok and then on Instagram, it's just, uh, oh, what is it? Sorry, I don't know what my Instagram handle is. My bad. <laughs> okay. Y'all give me one second. Um, it's M-A-J-U-A-8-8. All right. Mm-hmm. Type it into your phones, babes. You're listening to the podcast already. This is, you know, you put your stuff down to put your hands together. Put your phone in your hand. Do a little, do a little type in it. Do a little searchy search in the instance. <laughs> do a little searchy search on the instance. Yes, of course. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> Marcella, thank you so much for joining us Yes, today. thank you so much. This has been real fun and educational. And educational. Oh, that's what I love to do, educate and joy. Um, anyway, I'll see you all later. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Amanda and Kara. Bye. Yeah, bye. Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. Have a great day. And remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing Out the Pod.